Thursday Ritual. Show up to go out for comics, and please, reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite so we know you're coming to laugh. There is... <laughs> happy, happy hour the, is when the comedy is the cheapest. Happy hour, the most free two hours of hour-long comedy on the radio and internet streaming live at 2781 21st Street. Come down, be in the audience. Dog friendly. Dog friendly. We are. Mutiny Radio is absolutely dog friendly. Ooh, a dog party. There's no party like a dog party. Clap it up for your special guest host tonight, everybody. Sean Derham. Yay. Hello, hello. Okay, so let me introduce this, Mike. This is our Mutiny Radio. These are four-minute sets. At three minutes, you will hear the honk of the horn. So please do not run the light. But one other thing, I am Sean Derham. I always forget to say that when I'm hosting anything. And I think I'll save my set for now because I would like to bring up your first comedian. Are you ready? Yeah? Okay. Give it up for the first comedian tonight. We have Allison Reynolds. What up? Y'all like pegging? Yeah. <laughs> I'm experimenting with that being the first thing that I say and just see how that goes. There's not a lot of people here. I really liked your face. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I do. Does anyone here not know what pegging is? Oh, God bless San Francisco. Uh, so I love pegging. <laughs> it's really fun to do because um, I'm, I'm just going to say what it is just to like just to practice in case some people don't know. It's when you as a woman put on a strap on and fuck a guy in the ass. And it's really fun like power exchange kind of thing, right? Because men, they love to give it and then I like to make them take it, you know? Like men get all like kind of big egos and sometimes you just want to peg them down a peg or two, you know what I mean? Thank you. Um, I, uh, have you guys ever read Cosmo Magazine? What? <laughs> You're like, have I? Yes. Uh, okay, so it's a, it's a woman's magazine and uh, it gives really, really bad life advice and dating advice. Like, um, don't act like a gold digger towards men, but also don't be too employed. They don't like that. Uh, they also give uh, like step-by-step -step instructions on how to develop an eating disorder. A lot of really useful stuff. I started reading it when I was 12. Um, I would like to address all the 12-year-olds in the audience right now. Don't read Cosmo Magazine. It, it'll, it'll, it'll break your brain. And I, you know, I would come home from sixth grade every day and I would just read this stuff. And one day I came across an article, it was called 99 Ways to Thrill Every Inch of Your Guy. And I, and I, and I read through the whole thing and I was like, got it. Men are hard to please sexually. I'll bank that away for the future and now I know. You guys are never going to believe this. That turned out not to be the case at all. Like not, like not, you don't, you don't have to worry about every inch of him. Just, a f just like a few of them, like eight, 
eight if you're lucky. Uh, let's see. I don't know what else I want to say. I I was blindsided by this set. Just kidding. Um, <clears throat> how old do you think I am? Anybody? Anyone else? You don't mean that. No, you're. This is a trap. You don't mean that. How old do you, How old do you think I am? <laughs> This, I, I'm trying to decide if I want to actually ask anybody in the audience how old I am for this bit, but they, um, everybody thinks it's, it's a trap and there's a wrong answer. Uh, no, I'm 34 and people tell me that I look good for my age and I think it's bullshit and it pisses me off and I'm too young for that to be a compliment. I don't know how, how, how shitty is a 34 year old supposed to look? Like, what am I, 39? Come on. I'm still fine. And, you know, I look a lot better now than I did 10 years ago. I promise you. I was making really bad decisions back then. I had dreadlocks for, like, most of my 20s. Yeah, I know that. It's... <laughs> that happened right when I stepped on the cord. That really... I, I was warned I was going to get honka honka and it still threw me. Um... Another dumbass thing that I did in my 20s was one time I took 50 hits of acid all at one time. Um, have you guys done acid before? Yeah, right? You take one or two hits, it can take you to some pretty cool places. You take 50 hits, it can take you to the hospital. And that's where I ended up. And, you know, that was a bad choice. But to be fair, medical attention is attention. So I took it. Um, and, you know... It wasn't my fault. Everybody in their 20s is a dumbass. And if you are in your 20s and you're offended by that, your opinion means nothing to me because you're stupid. All right, that's it. Thanks, guys. Welcome back, this idiot. What are you, 26? How old do you think I am? That was not the answer I was looking for. Okay. Let's keep this moving on, because our next guest is the reason we are all here. The hardest working person in this whole scene. Give it up, nice and loud, for the very special Pam Benjamin! Notice you said everything except funny. Okay, go fuck yourself. She works so hard. Oh, yeah. Funny is what we say. Hi. Hi, person. Nice to meet you. Are you here for comedy? Oh, fantastic. Are you a comic? Yeah, you're way too good looking to be a comedian. Seriously, I have abortions older than you. Look at this beautiful man. Oh, you're going with the cute girls. No, you're here to stay? Oh, my God. Look at you. Um, how hot is your dad? No, seriously. He's, he's, he's pretty hot. Is he rich? It's okay, I'm a socialist. How much do you hate your mom? Oh, dang it. Do you like ketamine? Because Thanksgiving could be lit. Like, I could be your stepmom. Okay, just, I'm just hitting on guys. That's what I'm not even, I'm not even a comedian. I'm just lonely. And I was like, there's a microphone. I can meet that cute guy. <laughs> hey, whatever works. Uh, I am so lonely, I've started writing erotic fan fiction for reality TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Love is Blind season four. Nobody else, nobody else is as sad and lonely as I am. That's good. That's fantastic. Uh, I was trying to make the most banal fake show even more vapid as a pit of starfish. Follow your bliss. Anyways, none of those, none of those punchlines work unless you actually binge watch that show. <laughs> New episodes came out today. Okay. I'm so lonely I masturbate to podcasts. Yeah. Why can't Californians have guns? Because they're always triggered. They're just words. Okay, you guys. Words are important. Words are political. I think words are witchcraft. That's why they call it spelling. Magic. She can read. She's a witch. I've been triggered lately by the cops. Oh, yeah, SFPD. New hiring practices. Are you aware of these new hiring practices? They're only hiring cute cops. <laughs> little short but cute in the face. So I walked up to a gaggle of these little darlings in Civic Center. And I was like, I hope the SFPD makes a calendar and they put you in it. And I winked, and the cops smiled. How many lives did I save? <laughs> Happy cops don't shoot people. Using my white lady privilege for good. Finally, we can make a difference by sexually harassing a cop. Join me, white women. Make a difference. Sexually harass an SFPD officer, their darling. You know who's always super cute? EMTs, fire people. Are you an EMT? You look like you save people. <laughs> I think you could get his number. You watch. It's, I love 26 year olds. They're just, you're 26, aren't you? You're younger than that? Oh. Uh, EMTs and firemen are always hot, and I think I know why. Because when you're dying and you look up, you want to have a reason to live. <laughs> I want to make out with this hot 26 year old fireman. Call it mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation. I'll take what I can get. Um, my life's going pretty well right now. Not this set, but the rest of it's pretty good. I go to Greece in nine days. And uh, my, I talked to my mother and saw her for the first time in 12 years. She walked through that very door, and the first thing she said to me was, oh, my God, you're so skinny. And all of my past trauma just poof, <laughs> it was gone. And so I thought, oh, I'm going to die. I'm going to get hit by lightning. This is it, end of my life. God is gonna strike me down. This is the highest pinnacle of my entire life. So I've been taking a lot of precautions to not die, uh, looking both ways before crossing the street, smoking way less weed in the morning before my shower to avoid those nasty slip and falls. Uh, I've eliminated choking hazards from my house. No more stone fruits, no more peaches, no more plums, no more tiny pretzels, no more 26-year-old men. <laughs> Can you imagine I die suffocating on jizz? Like <laughs> Jesus learned to swallow Benjamin. And at my funeral, Sean Derham is there, and he says, oh, at least Pam died doing what she loved. Uh, as, a, as an addendum to that joke, of course I swallow, but I always leave a little bit just for witchcraft. All right, thanks so much, guys. Yay! By the way, 
clear the record, I, I don't introduce anyone as funny because when people do it for me, it's too much pressure. But I'm going to put you on deck. Coming on up next, we have Amy Stringer. Hello. Okay. <laughs> I um, It's been three years, and I still have not gotten COVID. Thank you. And I'm like spitting into a mic that other people are spitting into all the time. <laughs> I'm trying. But I'm an introvert, uh, and there are a lot of people I've canceled plans on that sure believe I've had COVID. <laughs> My favorite excuse. The jury duty office thinks I've had all the strains. <laughs> anyway, I grew up in Palo Alto, and um, my, my dad was a doctor, and my mom was a lawyer, and everyone is super proud of me. <laughs> okay, that didn't work. Um, they're worried. Um, but I do have a twin sister, and I found out that she, for the first time, is pregnant. Thank you. And I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure that means I am pregnant. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. I'm getting rid of it, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. For sure. But um, we're my, my twin and I, we're fraternal twins. You know, who cares? No one cares. It's the same. What? Oh, I'll, I'll explain it to you. Um... Thank you for asking. What a good question. Um, but everyone reacts the same way when I say I'm a twin. Usually people are really interested at first, and then they, they always ask, are you identical? And I go, no, we're fraternal. And they go, oh. So you're just like normal roommates then? <laughs> okay. Like, I think you mean roommates. <laughs> no, but uh, me and my sister... My mom wanted us to grow up to be strong, independent women, so we each got our own egg. <laughs> That's how fraternal twins work. You each get your own egg. Sir, you asked. <laughs> uh, and when my, my mom, when, when my mom was giving birth, she had to have a C-section, and I was the one who was in line to be born first. But somehow, in the kerfuffle of everything, my sister like cuts in front of me kicks me in the face and is born first and then she hurt her foot when she <laughs> stomped the trust out of my heart immediately and she had to spend some time in the NICU the neonatal intensive cunt unit where she belonged for being an intensive cunt <laughs> I'm gonna be a good aunt let's see um anyone like to drink yeah, yeah, me too. Like a little too much because it's just a just a drug. It's just a drug. And I know I shouldn't remind people of that. But it's like it's so normalized, romanticized in society. Yeah, I wish I had one right now. Um like people on reality shows, movies, every single scene there's always someone with a drink in their hand having the time of their life. Can you imagine if other drugs we treated them the same way, like like every year you could travel to Germany for Coke Fest. Thank you, which is basically what it is already anyway, probably. 
I've never been there, but um, athletes could do the meth mile. You could be driving in a car with your friends and uh, a cop could pull you over and they'd go, have you been smoking crack tonight? And you'd go, absolutely not. <laughs> we were crack tasting. <laughs> uh, all right. That's it. Bye. Next up, we have another comedian. <laughs> Give it up for Dash Reno. Come on. Right, thank you, Sean. Evening, folks. How's everyone doing? Good. Hey. Hey. I was. Uh, <laughs> hey. I was just at the grocery store before I was here, and uh, right as I was pulling into the grocery store parking lot, this uh, very pretty young woman came coming out of the grocery store and she happened to be walking right past my car as I suddenly emerged from my car and popped the trunk of my car and it started her a little bit but then she saw that I was just collecting my reusable bags from the trunk she's like guys just a conscientious shopper you know little did she know I was practicing <laughs> definitely going to get her next time just going right into that trunk no, no, I'm I'm already in a relationship, folks. I've uh, I'm in a relationship. It's going well, except sometimes it's hard to believe I'm in a relationship. Instagram certainly doesn't think so. Every time I see a funny video and I go to like share it, Instagram's got like five women that I'd much rather be sleeping with that it wants me to send it to before it's like <laughs> finally. Oh, her! We didn't know you felt her about her like that. Nice. Like, come on, Instagram, this is the third time today we've been over this. <laughs> you know who I'm supposed to be sending these to. It's not them. It's not them. But I've been working on my relationship for a long time. Honestly, we were just kind of like a Netflix and chill vibe. I don't know if anyone else has been there. But we're moving up. Recently, we're now Disney plus anal. <laughs> Progress. No, it's a true story. I just finally got Disney Plus for the first time just this week. Anyone else here in the Disney Plus thing? I had no idea. Star Wars. They've got, like, all these spinoffs now. It's like trying to spontaneously keep up with the Kardashians. You know, you can't... <laughs> 20 years of backstory I need to somehow figure out here. But I like it. I like how the all the Star Wars spinoffs are getting darker and darker and more real. Uh, it's wonderful. Andor, anyone who's seen Andor yet? It's awesome. There's this spin-off, Star Wars spin-off called Andor. Very dark, very real. This one is finally going to explain what happened to the racial diversity of the galaxy between episodes three and four. <laughs> right? Because episode three, everything's pretty cool. You know, Samuel L. Jackson's like the head of the Jedi. You know, it's a pretty diverse society. And all of a sudden, like, whoa, Luke. <laughs> Where's all the minorities on Tatooine? This is a little weird. <laughs> this, is, this isn't good. Anyone here doing the Tinder thing? We got Tinder folks out in the audience. Yeah, one a little bit now, a little hand like that. I get it. Not everyone's into Tinder. I, I understand. I actually found my ex-wife on Tinder. Thank you. That's how I got custody. That's no, but I actually I did find my girlfriend on Tinder. I found the love of my life on Tinder. I did the smart thing. I didn't waste a super like. She was way out of my league. Instead, what I did is I left the app open and I just drove around the city using the distance indicator to triangulate her location was perfect. <laughs> it's like, hey, I know your stars are aligned. You know? 
I actually just found out recently that Tinder no longer has a distance indicator in the app. That's not a thing anymore. I hate it when current events ruin your joke like that. Like I used to have a joke about how trans folks are much better than the rest of us because a trans person would never go and shoot up a school. <laughs> All right, I'm Dash Renault, folks. Oh, okay. Ash gave up a minute and his life for that set. Let's keep this going. Well, Dan is not here, so I'm going to just sneak in and do my little little set. So, yay, me, your host that needs to set a timer. Okay, okay, let's, let's, let's do this. I lost 40 pounds last year. It's mostly blood. <laughs> I self-inject vaccines. But I'm really clumsy. Okay. I don't know. We'll figure out that opening. I uh, am uncircumcised. It's, I feel like that's a it's a really odd term because it's like the only time you describe a part of your body as like not being mutilated yet. Like you'd never be talking to a dude with one leg who tells you he's an amputee and you respond like, I'm actually unamputated. I actually think... Men with unamputated legs are uh, ugly. I prefer my men cut. By the way, did you get your leg cut off because you're Jewish? Yeah, I, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I grew up with foreskin, so it's on my mind a lot because um, no one really taught me about it. So I had to do all the research on my own. Like, for years, I couldn't pull mine down. Like, it was stuck. I have very tight foreskin. You're having a hard time picturing it. Imagine you tried to shove your arm through the sleeve of a child's jacket. Like, I'm not trying to compare my dick to an arm, but I'm definitely saying I have child-sized foreskin. All right, let's move on from that. I uh, I, I despise the porn industry. I, I really hate it. I don't, or I still do watch porn. I just end up jacking off with a stank face. I'll just be laying there going like, Oof, this is terrible. That's someone's mother. I should call my mom. Tell her what grandma's doing. I think I like that one more than you guys. Yeah, I just feel like, for me at least, it's too accessible. Like, 
I shouldn't be able to pull up a pair of titties at work, you know. Like, I should really only see them if my job requires it. Like, I'm a doctor or someone really needs a raise. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, we don't have anything stopping us right now. Like, what 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 barriers are they putting up to access? The are you 18 pop-up and who's that ever stopped an honest teenager it's like do they think kids are seeing that pop-up and are going like darn it what did i say here oh (laughs) i don't like breaking the law i'm a teenager guess i'll have to go find the porn for people my age Okay, I am running low on time, so I'm going to stop there. But I think Sophia Garo is the next on the list. Yeah, because Dan isn't here. So I'm going to say your name one more time so people can clap. Give it up for Sophia Garo. I had the worst day today. Are we all doing our taxes? Okay, so I found out today that I owe $7,000 in taxes. I texted my dad about it and he called me right away. He was like, let's figure this out. We gotta add some more like deductions, whatever, like your phone bill, like let's add that. And I was like, my phone bill? I'm on your phone plan. You're paying for that. He was like, I am? Yeah, let's get you off of that. I'm like, thank you for calling. It feels so much better. Okay, that was just to get off my chest. We can start the jokes now. Okay, um, the rest of my year was good, though. I got engaged this year, so that was an exciting part of the year. Um, you guys don't give a fuck, and I love that for us. Um, I always had this idea what it looked like to get engaged. You know, like these women, the like beaming and perfect on Instagram, these photos, you know. Um, he proposed on day three of a camping trip. Do you guys know what that smells like? And when he proposed, I got overwhelmed. And when I get overwhelmed, my tummy gets upset. So five minutes after getting engaged, I was digging a hole behind a tree (laughs) and shitting in it. And that's when I learned that he hired an engagement photographer. (laughs) It's not the photos grandma was expecting. (laughs) It's the ones that she got. Okay. Um, She called me afterwards, though. Um, I called her to tell her the news, and she was like, I was talking about the comedy show I was doing. She's like, whatever comedy stuff you're doing doesn't matter. You were put on this earth to make babies. I was like, Grandma, listen, we're trying everything, you know, fertility tracking, daily sex, daily sex with each other, all types of positions, but nothing has gotten past my IUD. <laughs> but we'll keep trying. We'll get there. Um... My aunt called me, and my aunt, no, that's not the joke I'm doing. My, my mom called me last week. She was super upset about the Nashville shooting um, that we all have heard about. Super awful. But what she was upset about, she was like, I can't believe the shooter was a woman. I don't know how a woman could do this with all her maternal instincts. It doesn't make any sense. Next thing you know, I'm defending the shooter. I'm like, women can murder just as well as men. We're capable of all the same things, lack of empathy, hatred of children. We've seen dance moms. 
know how it is. But then I found out that the shooter identified as male. I was like, like I said, <laughs> a woman would never do something like this. Only a man would. If nothing else is proof of a very successful transition. <laughs> um, testosterone is working. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, my, what should I do next? I... I get a lot of migraines. I've been seeing a neurologist, um, which is helpful, but my neurologist wants it to be more of a collaborative effort than I want it to be. You know, like, he's, uh, I went recently, and he was like, okay, what do you think our next step should be? I was like, thank you for asking. I think we should use your medical degree. <laughs> Isn't that why we're here? Can you imagine, like, your surgeon waking up mid-surgery, and he's like, be honest. Do you think we got enough of the tumor? <laughs> Like, let me just whip out my communications degree. We'll figure this out together. Okay, maybe that's all I want to do. Thank you guys so much. It's a black thing, so you got to understand. Okay, moving on forward. I'm going to put you on deck, Dan. But coming up right now, we have Art Galustion, everybody. Give it up. Yay, keep it going for female shooters, everybody. Woo! All right. Um, guys, I work in tech, but I hate tech companies, you know, because they do all types of, like, real fucked up shit, and at the same time, they try to appear progressive, you know? Like, you take Apple, for example. Apple used to use child labor in Asia to manufacture their iPhones. This is true. But at the same time, they're like, hey, look how progressive we are, because now when you use emojis, you get to pick your skin tone. Representation, how nice is that? But I liked it better when all the emojis were just yellow, you know? Because at least that way in this weird digital texting world, we're all the same color as the kids who made the iPhones. I thought it was pretty neat. I know that joke is a little racist, but it's okay, guys. I can say it because on my mom's side, I'm actually a quarter racist, so <laughs> you could laugh at that. All right. I think uh, crackheads in San Francisco have too much fucking audacity. Um, I was on board late at night. It was just me on the whole entire fucking train. A crackhead walks in, of course, sits right next to me. Out of all the seats he could have taken, he sits right next to me, whips out a crack pipe, and starts smoking. The entire 30-minute ride sitting next to me smoking his crack pipe. And just the fucking audacity to do that, right, and not even offer me a hit because it smelled kind of good. Um, I have depression, and it's kind of weird because it comes and goes in waves. You know, like sometimes it'll hit me, I have it for a week, and then it goes away. And then when it goes away, I feel normal, but even when I feel normal, I know that I have this thing, and I know eventually it's going to come back and just something I have to cope with for the rest of my life. It kind of feels like if your brain could get herpes. Brain herpes. Um, guys, I'm an immigrant. I, uh, I was born in Armenia. I grew up in Russia, and I moved to San Francisco when I was 12 years old, and What's weird is that in Russia, where I grew up as an Armenian, Armenians are actually not considered white like Russians are. We're considered brown and face discrimination. But when I moved to the United States, I was told that I'm white. And it kind of felt like, you know, when an athlete gets traded to a winning team? But as an immigrant, I, you know, I like a lot of other immigrants. We relate. But some immigrants, I feel like they should go back where they came from, like Canadians. Because the only stereotypes you hear about Canada is that they're really nice and they say, I'm sorry, a lot. Well, I'm sorry, but that sounds a lot nicer than here. I know that Canada is nice because 
when Trump was running for president, a lot of people were like, if Trump wins, I might move to Canada. And I was like, dude, I don't care if Kanye West is a president, I'm not going to move back to Russia. Fuck that. Guys, I love seeing women penetrate male-dominated career fields. <laughs> All right, that's it. Um, when I was in my early 20s, I got arrested, and the way that it happened was I was driving, and I had hella weed in the car, right? And I got pulled over. But as I was getting pulled over, I was listening to Jay-Z. I was listening to 99 Problems. And for those who don't know, don't know that song, the second verse of the song is actually a scenario where Jay-Z gets pulled over for writing dirty, and it's his interaction with a cop. So that shit felt like a music video because when the cop walked up to me and he said, do you know why I pulled you over? The first thing that my stupid ass thought of was the lyrics to the song. Because in it, Jay-Z says, because I'm young and I'm black and my hat's real low. Do I look like a mind reader, sir? I don't know. So that's what I said to the cop. And he goes like, what the fuck? He's like, get out of the car. I'm going to search it. It smells like weed. And then again, I remember the lyrics to the song. And Jay-Z says, well, my glove compartment is locked, so it's the trunk in the back, and I know my rights, so you're going to need a warrant for that. So I tell the cop, you're going to need a warrant for that. And then he goes, get the fuck out of the car. Then I looked at the cop, and I said nothing, because I forgot how the rest of the song goes. Okay, thank you. Bye. All right. We have two bold men in a row. Give it up for Dan Lewis. We don't all have long flowing locks like Prince Valiant, do we? Rub it in my face, why don't you? How's it going, guys? Uh, I love ice cream. Went in to get some ice cream the other day. I only wanted a little because I was already full, but I just wanted a little bit. And I went in and they had, uh, they tricked me. They had large, medium, and child size. And I felt like a little creepy ordering the child size, you know? I didn't want this. So I didn't want to look bad. I was like, oh, I guess I'll take a medium. Way too much ice cream. They tricked me. They realized like, if I could have an ice cream shop here, so I'd do it. I'd have the large for $28. And if you want a little, I have the uh, registered sex offender size. Of course, you get all the registered sex offenders coming in there. Being like, I'll take a large. Anyway. I do worry about looking like a creep, though, sometimes. I, I, I worry about it too much, you know, with stuff like that. I was, like, buying some bunch of stuff at my, uh, my local convenience store the other day. And a kid comes in, like by himself, like a seven-year-old kid. He's got a dollar. Right? He comes in, he picks out some gum. And the guy's like, sorry, buddy, gum's $2. And I had a thought, like, oh, I'll just get the kid his gum. But then I didn't want to buy a stranger a kid candy, you know? Because I, I thought to myself, does this considered grooming right now? I don't know what this is. And I realized I should have just taken the kid's dollar and then bought him the candy, right? Because then that removes just purely financial at that point, right? Like, no one goes, uh, hey, kids, come back to my van. Candy is half price. Cool. Uh, the other day I was walking a friend's dog, and, uh, you know, it's a really cute dog. People want to stop and talk to it and stuff, and they always ask this inane question, though. They're like, is it a boy or a girl? And I'm like, what, what are you going to do with this information when you find it out, right? If it's a girl, what are you going to be like, oh, if it's a girl, I won't be using salty language. Right? I, I never swear around bitches. If it's a girl, what are you going to do? Are you going to mansplain to it? Are you going to pet it and go, oh, did you know that dogs have a great sense of smell? Yeah. I live near the uh, Berkeley campus, and right when I first moved there, I was like, all right, might see some, like, uh, hot young co-eds running around, you know? Got all excited, you know? But then I saw them, and I'm like, they look way too young. 
they look like kids. I'm just like, eh, creep myself out, you know, a little bit. Because I wasn't picturing them. Like, I was like, maybe it's because I'm old. They look so young. But that's not what it is. Uh, they look so young because, like, the co-eds that I always see on porn are all, like, 30 and have pigtails and, like, C-section scars and, like, cigarette burns. and like, I'm a, I'm a college girl. So that's how porn can distort your sense of reality. By that similar token, uh, when I got a pizza delivered the other day, uh, the guy didn't have the big juicy cock that I was expecting. <laughs> so that was a disappointment. <laughs> Speaking of that, you know, we were talking about that with my friend the other day. He was talking about his, uh, you know, his, his junk. And he was like, it's nothing to write home about. That would be crazy if it was so big that you had to compose a letter to your mother. <laughs> and your mom gets the letter, honey, we got a letter from our son. He brings news of spices and giant dongs from the east. Okay, um, there's, the, there's the horn. So, guys, uh, you guys ever heard about how, you know, you have to, uh, when you're washing your hands, you're supposed to, uh, supposed to wash your hands for as long as it takes to sing happy birthday twice. You've heard that? That's how, lo- that's how, you're, sp- how long you're supposed to wash your hands. If nobody's heard it, I'm not going to do this joke because it's a, big, it's a big joke. Nobody's heard that? Has anybody heard that? Don't say yes just because you want me to tell the joke. I need to know if you've heard of that thing before. You have? Anyway, it doesn't work for me. Because uh, the way I sing happy birthday, I sing it like Marilyn Monroe sings it. The John F. Kennedy. Let's go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Damn it, just joking. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Alright. Let's bring our next comedian up. Get up for Ashley Tomajan. How we doing, Mutiny Radio? Good time. This is the end of my spring break. It's been a very, very special time. I've been drinking a lot. I drank gin last night, and it was too much. It was too much. Anyway, yeah. Um, I'm going to do an old joke that I haven't done in a very long time. It started with, do you know what a sad Lincoln is? It's when a guy shoots a load in the back of your head in a theater. Has to be a theater, otherwise it's just sad. This this has happened to me twice in real life. The first time was when I was in theater camp. And the uh, thing is, when you get a bunch of 16-year-olds together somewhere, someone's getting a hand job, pretty sure. It happened to be happening behind me while uh, some of us were rehearsing for the music men. Well, we got trouble, my friend, right near River City with a capital T, and it rhymes with P, and it stands for pool. It didn't stand for pool. It stood for penis. So... Um, the slutty girl was giving a guy, they were sitting behind me, and she was giving him a hand job. And, um, and then I, I had a tap on my shoulder, and she's like, come outside the theater with me. I said, okay. 
I followed her out and she said, so I was giving Jack a hand job. Like you were giving Jack a hand job. She said, shh. He jizzied in your ponytail. Come with me to the bathroom and I'll wash it out for you. So she did. And, uh, and later on I was like, Hey Jack, it's like we had a threesome. He's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. And I'm like, well then you need to aim better. You piece of shit. Yeah. The second time that happened, um, I was, I was watching the movie Zola. Great film. I recommend it. It's about a girl that um gets condoned. They get condoned to getting trafficked. She's fine. She makes a movie about it. Worry about me and the jizz in my hair. So, so in the movie, there's a montage of dicks. And I felt that warm, gooey feeling on the back of my head. I turned around and I said, You John Wilkes Booth, motherfucker! And I went and I used the hand soap to wash the hand job out of my hair. Yeah. Later on, I told this joke um, to my mom, or she heard the joke at, at, at a show, and she said, you know what? When your dad and I first got married, we went to go see Deep Throat in theaters. And, and, and we sat in front of a lady, and she said, and she sat in front of us, and she said, hey, don't come in my hair. And I was like, what? Dad was giving sad Lincolns, too? This is crazy. All right, let's give it up for your host, Sean Derm. Hey, okay. Well, we're gonna keep this song going. Get up for your next comedian, Kane. So, uh, I went through a breakup not too long ago. Still a little bummed about it, but it's okay. You know, I started seeing someone new after. It's kind of sucks sometimes, though. You know, all these hills in San Francisco, she kind of gets away from me sometimes. Especially when I forget to put the brakes on on her wheelchair, you know? <laughs> but, you know, she's a fun time. It's uh, cool seeing someone in a wheelchair. You can make a lot of jokes about it, a lot of content to come out of that. Like, uh, what do you call eating paraplegic pussy? Mills on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she didn't like that joke. The first and only time I ever told her that joke, she actually stood up out of her wheelchair and walked out of the room. <laughs> only, time, only time I ever seen her walk. I didn't know she could do it. Impressive, though. But, yeah, you know, I don't blame her for not liking that joke. I've kind of come to realize that jokes are sort of like dairy, you know? Some people are lactose intolerant. Some people aren't. And some people are, like, lactose intolerant, but to jokes. Because when you tell them the wrong fucking joke, they shit all over your fucking day. And they don't let you forget that shit. So, I always got a lot of shit growing up and, you know, going to school for having a potty mouth. And I still kind of, you know, I still kind of get a hard time for it. I really get a hard time from it from my aunt, though, because I still owe her about $7,000 on that swear jar from when I was a kid, you know? <laughs> I don't know if you know this about seven-year-olds. They don't have a lot of money to be putting into a fucking swear jar, but she was really telling that shit up, and she reminds me about it every week. I just, you know, don't give a fuck. I don't pay her back. I just tell her, fuck you, and then she's like, all right, another dollar. <laughs> fuck. Two more dollars. Ah. Yeah. You know, growing up with my aunt was cool, though. It could be kind of rough sometimes. She had a tendency to... Uh, Keep a lot of animals in the house. It was fine. You know, we had a nice big backyard, which was great. Lived in Pacifica. Anyone uh, familiar with Pacifica? Yeah, you guys probably just know about that Taco Bell. You guys, you know, go, I'm going to go to the Taco Bell and get fucked up on the beach. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. But, uh, yeah, you know, growing up with an animal hoarder was a bit odd. You know, sometimes I feel like I buried more pets than a serial killer, you know? Because when your aunt's elderly, she ain't burying them herself, you know? 
But there is one main difference between me and a guy like Ted Bundy, and uh, that's that I prefer a live pussy over dead pussy, you know? <laughs> and that's whether I'm eating it, burying it, or digging it up on accident when I've already buried four cats in the same spot, you know what I mean? And it's up to you to interpret whether I'm talking about the animal or the body part. That's not for me to decide. But uh, yeah, serial killers, kind of a weird thing. Not a lot of people would have thought about them if it wasn't for true crime. Which I feel like is a very American thing, you know? Like, what other countries do people have favorite serial killers and shit like that, you know? It's kind of odd. The thing I kind of wonder is, uh, when is TV going to catch up and people are going to start having favorite mass shooters? You know what I mean? Like, when's that trope? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of odd. Speaking of the favorite serial killer thing, I remember for a while it was like a trend on Twitter that all these white girls, is usually mostly white girls, they were like, Jeffrey Dahmer is so fucking handsome. You guys, uh, anybody here watch that Jeffrey Dahmer special, that uh, Netflix show? Yeah, it was pretty dark, pretty fucked up. You know, I thought it was odd that all these white girls were talking about how cute Jeffrey Dahmer was, because I don't know if you know this about Jeffrey Dahmer, but he wasn't a fan of the ladies, like, at all. He was gay. And, uh, yeah, he mostly preferred black guys, so, you know, white girls, I don't know. Why you guys, you guys are picking a really odd favorite serial killer to have as your favorite serial killer, you know? Anyways, that's all I got. Thank you. All right. Moving on along. Give it up for your next comedian. We got Dua My. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the thrift shop. I like, I like this picture over here. It's like uh, Jesus and then Jesus on acid. <laughs> or it could be this is the real Jesus and then this is Jesus on alcohol. <laughs> Look how great he looks. Wouldn't you want to sleep with that man? <laughs> Go ahead. Anyways, folks, uh, hey, anybody ever uh, uh, do a hunger strike when you were a kid? Yeah? Like your mom goes, you got to turn off that video game and come to dinner. I'm not eating. Huh? If you ever did that, you are, you are a reverse terrorist. You said, if my demands are not met, I'm going to hurt only myself. I better get one. Uh, well. I, I read a story about uh, prisoners that were hunger striking for better food, and I, I like that because it's like it's a win-win situation. Let's say you get what you want. Well, you win. Let's say you don't get what you want. Well, now you're hungry. Now everything tastes better. <laughs> you win again. Your plan is foolproof. How did you ever end up in jail? <laughs> you got to apply what you're learning here out there. What are you doing? What are you doing? Hey, you know in jail, uh, they got solitary confinement, which is torture, defined by the Geneva Convention of whatever. But, you know, it's torture, but it's an, in an interesting type of torture. Because let's say you were going to get tortured, but they let you pick how you're going to be tortured. That's the one I would pick. Huh? Now, you're going to leave me alone? Oh, uh, anyways. Um, you know, uh, I was thinking about prisoners and referees, you know? Like, prisoners broke the rules. Referees enforces the rules. So how come they're wearing the same clothing? Maybe one of them should, maybe one of them should be wearing polka dots. But the difference is that the prisoners, they wear uh, horizontal stripes. That's good, because if they were wearing vertical stripes, there might be like a prison guard looking at him through the vertical bars going, where the hell did he, oh, there he is. <laughs> I gotta stop getting high on my shoes. Anyways, 
Hey, I was thinking about uh, Japanese people and Germans and Italians. Like, what's up with World War II losers and making excellent cars? They said, you are not allowed to make any more weapons. They said, fine, our cars are going to kill more people than the war. <laughs> Take that. You know what I hate the most? You know what I hate? Landmines. They don't ruin the one thing I love doing the most, walking around. How's Vietnam? I lost a leg. How? I got bored. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of leftover mines in Vietnam. And you know what would suck? If you live next to one of these landmine fields and your medical condition was sleepwalking. I lost the other leg. How? I went to bed and I forgot to chain myself to the bed. <laughs> it slipped my mind. Anyways, uh, imagine this, imagine this, uh, you're, you're skydiving, you jump out of a plane, you pull the chute and it doesn't open. And then you pull the emergency chute and it does open. And then you land on a mine. <laughs> I lost the lower part of my torso. How? I went skydiving in Hanoi. Don't go skydiving in Hanoi. Anyways, folks, uh, you guys have been a fantastic crowd. Thank you very much, Sean. Durham. By the way, you're recording an album soon, right? Uh, thought he'd plug that. Okay, let's give it up for your next comedian. He goes by two letters. GD! Hi, everyone. Is this working? Hi, everyone. Uh, I usually hold the mic with my right hand, but I just went to... I went for bouldering today. Anybody has that experience? Bouldering? I was holding on to my confidence, then my stage presence, then my fearlessness, then I held on my writing and I fell. You see, my writing is weak. I'm from India and I know you guys know a lot of stereotypes about Indians, like good in tech, bad with women, average size penis, don't spend money. Come on, 2023, it's all truth except the average size penis, so below average. Not talking about myself. I've not seen other Indian penises. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> I'm straight, but I'm single. <laughs> Have you ever been so single you forgot how a vagina used to look like back in the day? Yesterday, someone showed me a photo of an ear and a vagina. I asked him, why are you showing me a photo of two ears? He said, no, one of them is something you have not seen for a few decades. Cash App, person who founded Cash App was stabbed to death recently. Yeah. Welcome to Primetime News, Ashley. This is your host. This is your news reporter, GD. I mean, if you have a negative feedback about the app, you can comment. <laughs> Come on. This app is shitty, man. It doesn't even load. I really wish to talk to the person who founded it. I am founded it. You founded it? Yeah. It's a fucking stupid app, motherfucker. I'm downloading Venmo now. I do want to kill the founders of a few dating apps, though. There is a dating app in which girls can find guys 
who are millionaires there is a dating app where girls can find guys who like to dress up as animals there is a dating app where girls can find guys who are behind the bars in prison the name of that app is women behind bars i want to make an app i have an idea my app will connect person who wants to commit suicide and person who wants to commit a murder laughing it will be a killer app come on my life is too shitty i want to kill myself my life is too boring i want to kill someone download killer then i'll commit suicide using my own app i miss india sometimes especially the food tired of eating the burrito and bananas the problem is in san francisco all the good indian restaurants are inside tenderloin and it's the safest place in san francisco i guess i mean if you are on drugs it's a safest but if you are sober like me it's not safe so and i don't know how to fight i don't know karate I don't I don't have a gun. So for me the only way to stay safe is when I reach Tenderloin I am like No matter how insane how high you are on drugs nobody wants to mess with a guy who looks like Yesterday <laughs> Yesterday I wanted to eat some chicken tikka masala so I was going to Tenderloin and I was like and someone like hey do you want do you want drugs you want weed 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 <coughs> No no I am drugs. Question: What do you call an Indian working hard in San Francisco and trying his best to be a comedian? Go back to your country. <laughs> okay. Back to Sean. Thank you. Let's move it on to our next comedian. Get it up for D. Raj. Hey, hey. Uh, so sometimes I get real self-conscious about what people think about me when I'm using a stall in a public bathroom. Like this one time, uh, me and my friend, we went into the stall to do cocaine. And it was a little weird because we walked in and there was like shit on the ground. But then we were like, oh, that's a little gross. But like, you know, we, we can't let a little bit of shit stop us from doing lines. So, you know, we did it. We walked out, and there was like a line full of dudes just looking at us. And we walked out together, you know, so it kind of looked like we're like sucking each other's dicks or something. And they didn't know the shit was already there, you know, so it kind of looks like we sucked each other's dicks and also shit on the floor. Like, it's almost as if one of us busted so hard that we lost control of our bowel movements. Yeah, I was feeling weird, man. I walked up to the first guy in line. I was like, hey, man, I don't know what you think was going on in there, but uh, we're just doing cocaine. I never shit on the ground while getting head. I don't know about you. Um, so uh, I I've been making an effort to be less dumb lately. Hasn't been going that great. Hasn't been going that great. I downloaded the Wall Street Journal app on my phone. But that's just made me get more pissed off because, like, at first glance, the Wall Street Journal logo kind of looks like the Hinge logo. 
You know, so I, I check my phone and I'm like, oh shit, did that girl message me back? And it's like, oh no, I'm just a dork. And I don't have any plans for dinner tonight, but I do know that mortgage rates recently hit a 20 year high, so that's cool. Uh, fucking, um, I don't like talking about politics on stage, but I think we should be allowed to park in front of fire hydrants when it's raining. Like, dude, I feel like if a firefighter lets your house burn down while water is falling from the sky, he's just bad at his job. Like, defund the fire department and give me more places to park. Two birds, one stone. Um, so, like, I know a lot of minority girls who come up to me and they're like, like, white men are trash. And then I'm like, yeah. And then they, like, only date white dudes. And that kind of that kind of confuses me because I don't even have problems with white guys. I was just agreeing because I thought it was going to lead to more sex for me. But I don't know. It doesn't seem to work that way. I, I don't know. Maybe I should try like some reverse psychology and just be like, and they're like, yeah, white men are trash. And I'm like, nah, five, seven minority guys are trash. Don't fuck with them. Um... So let's see, what else did I want to work on today? Um, hmm. I have to check my notes like a fucking idiot, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, mortgage rates went down a little bit, and that's cool. Okay, let's see. Um, oh, yeah. Um, do I have time to do this? Okay, we'll make it quick. So, uh. Y'all ever just got nothing to contribute to a conversation, so you just make noises? You know, mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, nice, crazy, you know? I think those sounds are all basic, though, so I've been trying to up my sound game a little bit, you know, add some spice to it. Like, uh, recently I've been throwing in, like, a sheesh. That's a fun one, you know? Or, like, maybe, like, I've been working on this one, too, like, That's not a j great joke, but I do like those sound effects and doing them on stage, so, yeah. All right, give it up for Sean, everybody. All right, let's give it up for your next comedian. We got Johnny Knutson. Come on, yo, give it up, give it up. Why are we so quiet right now? <laughs> um, today I woke up with, like, a massive dead arm and a boner. Thanks, folks. That's all my time. <laughs> no, that seems weird, though, right? That seems like something's going wrong with your blood flow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, in your sleep, just like, yeah, fuck it. We don't need the left arm, you know? Never <laughs> use it. I don't know. That was, that was weird, though. Hey, it's a regular size boner, too, if anyone's wondering, you know? <laughs> nothing too big, nothing too small. Um, okay. What's up with these driverless cars, people, huh? <laughs> people see these around? That'd be weird if I was the only guy that saw these driverless <laughs> cars around. I've been seeing them, though. I saw one the other day driving around just blaring that song, Promiscuous. Who the fuck is listening to this song right now? There's no one in it. saw one at Ocean Beach just, like, taking in the sunset, you know, just, like, relaxing. <laughs> and I guess they're, like, becoming sentient. I learned that word the other day. Sentient. <laughs> means to think. Uh, last comic was talking about being a dumb guy. I uh, feel the same. Not about him, about me. I, 
I, I think I'm also pretty retarded. People always ask me if I have an accent. I'm like, no, I'm just uh, dumb. <laughs> it's just what I sound like. I did do a 23andMe, though, and it turns out that um, you're not supposed to come into the vial. They want your saliva. So uh, when in doubt, bodily fluid doesn't mean semen. <laughs> Welcome to the show, folks. <laughs> no, no, no worries. Uh, I, uh, a little bit about me. I have two really hot sisters and uh, a third one ugly as hell. <laughs> no, I only have two really hot sisters. That's like saying you only do meth on the weekends. <laughs> you know what I mean? I only have two hot sisters, though, and my, my, uh, my brother's like, dude, you got to stop saying that. <laughs> what would mom think? I'm like, she's hot, too, dude. <laughs> nah, she's not hot. <laughs> I think everyone in my family is beautiful. They're not hot. I think they're all beautiful, you know, except my dad. My dad is not beautiful because he's at the age where his ball sack is longer than his penis. You know what I mean? And I feel like that is nasty. <laughs> it's the opposite of beauty. And how do I know um, that his ball sack is longer? We walk around naked in the house together. I live at home, and I am a bald guy. So uh, a lot of naked time with my dad, you know, just two men. <laughs> I don't know how those correlate. But it is weird. I will say if you're a bald dude and you live with your parents, um, not good for your Google algorithm. Because immediately it's like, we're going to radicalize that fucker. You know what I mean? Some out here like trying to not get radicalized. Um, cause there's like all these suckers on the internet, you know what I mean? Like people believe anything. Like I, I was learning the other day, it turns out that January 6th didn't happen. You guys hear this? I don't know. Um, all right, that's gonna be all my time. Good up for Sean. Thanks everyone. All right. Well, we're going to keep it going. Looks like we have two people here and we'll see if anyone else shows up, but give it up for Dominion Sims. Come on, y'all, give it up, give it up, a little energy. We got two left. Oh, 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 oh. Second comedian to fall. All right, hi. Hi. Big Dick, he's back. <laughs> you guys weren't here. We all discovered one day that he's just got a massive fucking cock and shit like that. It was on St. Patrick's Day, actually. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> all right, so, um, yeah, so I try not to watch too much news, but I have to watch some news, you know, every now and then kind of like stay informed with some shit. I'm more of a morning news kind of guy because you see what happens the night before and then you see what's going to happen in the day. Uh, I switch between channel two, channel four, but I lean more towards two because of Daria Folsom. All right. Yeah. Um, so Daria Folsom, she reads the sports amazingly. You know, she could have been a fucking all-star on ESPN anchor. Instead, she's an morning news anchor on KRON and a psycho nut job fucking Looney Tune. It's 4.30 in the goddamn morning and here comes Daria like she just came in blowing rails all night fucking long. Yeah, I feel sorry for our co-anchor James Fletcher. He has to eat shit every shift he's working together with her. It's like a relationship that's been together too long and she's like the dominating driving force. And, uh, you know, she sucks the life out of James every single day and not in the way that every man wants. Yeah, one day he's just going to, Jane Fletcher's just going to turn to the camera and be like, this just in, exclusive breaking news. Today, Dario Folsom shot in the head today by co-anchor James Fletcher, who then turned the gun on himself and blew his brains all over the goddamn studio. That should bring in ratings, right, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> Dario's probably still blathering after what he just said. Yeah. Suicide note says, 
It was clearly Daria that drove him to the edge of the point. No other influence was involved at all. Took his dream job that he's visualized and worked for his entire life and made every single day of working, a living hell working together since pairing together. Her smile is even like that new movie Smile. It's like Jack Nicholson's joke or just a big dumb fucking grin all the time. Next comes in John Schrabel with Weather. Double down on the fuckery. This guy thinks he's super charming and he always comes off as super fucking corny. He's like, watching him is like eating dry wheat toast for breakfast. Um, um, you know, there could be reports about tsunamis all morning long and he's going to end up finding a way to bore the whole goddamn audience to death. Um, he, and he thinks he's fancy, but he's really not. If you're going to be on TV, you should look good. John goes up and down in weight, so he doesn't have his husky clothes and his thinned down clothes. And half the time, he looks like a pillow that's been stuffed in a sack that's too small for him. Or a big crinkle french fry all up and down the sides. You know, he's got more rolls than a bakery, son. Yeah. And I just, you know, I, I love hating the fucking guy. You know, I just love hating him all the fucking time. Um... Rap got to the end and here we go. I love to hate the guy, uh, but what really gets his corny personality? It really gets my fucking goat, you know. And then I end up attacking everything else about him, you know. Um, you know, I'm sitting in the morning. I'm sitting sipping my coffee at 4:30 in the morning, just talking hella shit about him. Yeah, in the dark, and I'm sure that's not healthy, but you know, whatever. Um, anyways, I mislined my put the joke in the wrong area, so I did okay. Yeah, usually I forget what the fuck I'm going to say, so, yay. All right, thanks, Muni. All right. By the way, are one of you Gabe? Okay, cool. Let me know if I mispronounce your last name, because I have not met you yet, but give it up for Gabe Paganucci. What's up? Um, San Francisco. Uh, yeah, that's where we are right now. Um, I, one, one thing I noticed about this city is that everybody is always on their last cigarette. Like, if you ask someone to bum a cigarette, they'll always say, yeah, it's my last one. But, like, how many people can be on their last cigarette? Like, I, I walked by one guy, and he was smoking the same cigarette. I asked him to bum it, and he was still smoking the same cigarette when I walked by. That wasn't supposed to be funny. Um, <laughs> uh you guys seen the Dawn commercials where they, uh, where like they have like a like a like a duck and it's uh, it's like covered in oil and then they clean it and then they're like, oh, this is what Dawn does for ducks. Um, how did they get that shot of the duck in oil? Did they, <laughs> did they cover it with oil? Like that seems like animal abuse. Or or they were just looking around oil spills for a duck. Um, <laughs> both, both are both could happen. Um, what was the last one? Uh, thanks, man. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So nowadays, now currently, we we, we, we believe that you know we, we see weather and it's raining out, and we're like, oh, there's nothing we can do about it. Shitty weather, good weather, you know. I, I like to think that God is thinking, you know, wh- why don't you just try? Because you know we used to do sacrifices and stuff like that. Like like why don't you you, you could at least try to change the weather, and then I could I could think about it, you know. Um. <laughs> I was uh I was uh in school one time uh in high school and my my teacher uh was talking about dolphins and I wasn't convinced that they were as smart or as smarter as us and um <laughs> she she was trying to explain to me that they have very very great intelligence in the examples she used she's like oh yeah they have ostracization they have gang rape and I'm like wait what? <laughs> like, why? What is that? How are we judging intelligence based on the fact that they rape each other? You know, how? how so, how did they figure that out? Like, is it like, were they just sitting in an aquarium watching two dolphins and like, hey, are they raping each other yet? No, just consensual sex. Still, they're still, they're still doing it exactly by the book. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's all I got. All right. <laughs> Okay, well, it looks like the last three people on the list didn't show up in time. So that has been the mic. Thank y'all for sticking around. I really appreciate it. Get home safe out there. Oh my gosh. Wait a second. <laughs> oh no. Okay, well, uh, sorry. <laughs> okay, well, we're gonna start the mic back up <laughs> for the last three good timing okay give it up for deep tanchu give it up for sean everyone thanks for resuming the mic uh i moved to the u.s in 2015 and i moved directly to san francisco disneyland for gays Oh, is someone in the bathroom? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And first day of school, I saw two lesbians get out of their Subaru and kiss each other. And coming from India, I had never seen women drive. I really enjoyed them kissing. That was nice. But I was scared about them driving. What's up? <laughs> uh, uh, coming from India, like growing up there, we were taught about karma. You do good and good things happen to you. So when I moved here, I was like all those two billion people in India. They must have done some bad shit in their life. Yeah, you won't choose that. Like, I guess they all had really bad karma. They must have been like Nazi Germans in their last life. You put in a bunch of people in gas chambers. We'll uh, we'll make you live in a country which has the highest AQI. AQI going up to 800. That's bad. That just means a lot of pollution. 
वेलकम जैक जैक्स वन एट इटालियन दैट्स वाई इट गेट्स पास टू ओपन माइक्स नो वन एल्स नोज दिस इट्स फाइन वॉट एल्स या अदर थिंग्स दैट आर रियली पॉपुलर फ्राम इंडिया योगा एंड कामा सूत्रा एंड फॉर पीपल हु डोंट नो कामा सूत्रा इट्स जस्ट अ बिग बुक अबाउट सेक्स पोजिशन विच आर इम्पॉसिबल टू डू to do all of those positions you need to be really good at yoga it's like yoga is a prerequisite for kama sutra and uh all of the yoga positions if you think about it they are just too sexual the easiest one is the downward dog anyone can guess that then we have the warrior position warrior 1 it's when a guy is ready to go down on a girl even though the girl is on her period it's going to be all bloody but he is doing it for love then we have the child position yeah the child position it's jeffrey epstein's favorite position that guy was just doing yoga on an island with his friends and all of you decided to jail him and kill him such a nice guy working on himself and you put up such vile accusations against him yeah the world cannot see a guy improving in his life once you start going forward 500 people are there to pull you back like shawn is about to kick me off stage all right thanks guys that's my time give it up for shawn would you join me please in welcoming all right well the final two people did walk in let's give it up for jack wyler i got so much trouble on my mind i eat me um i am an eighth italian uh and seven eighths of me embraces other cultures uh because every italian i meet always got something to say about another culture like you go to ikea with an italian dude and they're like no disrespect to this meatball but it ain't like nona maggiano's everything always is like their grandma's and you're watching the wwe and Ain't no disrespect to this ass whooping, but there ain't no ass whooping like a Nona Maggiano ass whooping. Yeah, it's always ones from Jersey too, like a guy who looks like Tony Soprano and has the IQ of Snooky. Always that guy who's got something to say. Like, like I met this one Italian guy, and he was he was complaining about all Nigerians because he got scammed by a Nigerian prince. Like, wow, it's a really offensive way to tell me you didn't get your GED. Cause like if he told me his grandma was the one who got scammed by the Nigerian prince, I'd be like okay. Cause then I could go say to him, "I ain't no grandma dumber than your fucking grandma." I uh, I got dumped last year, but my ex she preferred to call it breaking things off. I was like an OJ preferred to call it tough love. Yeah, we weren't that compatible though. Like her love language was physical touch. Or is my love language was not getting cheated on. 
I knew she still cared about me though, because she cheated on me with her ex, uh, and she was like, "Oh, maybe you and Adrian can work something out, like a timeshare situation. Like, he can stay at my house for the summer months, and then you can come stay here while we go to Italy." Uh, yeah, I had to like block all her accounts though after it happened, like you know, Instagram, WhatsApp, Netflix. Uh, but I left HBO Max because I was like. You can take away my dignity, but you can't take away my ability to watch Succession 4. It all ends here. Um, yeah. No, we weren't... There's another piece. Oh, yeah. I noticed after the breakup, though, that I started doing all the things that used to be, like, pet peeves of mine about her. Like, suddenly I'm, like, painting my nails right before it's time to go out. Or, like, I'm in Italy fucking a guy named Adrian. That's where we're at. I've, uh, I've been doing some online dating, though. Uh... It's hard, though, because sometimes you meet someone and they just have, like, one irredeemable flaw. Like, they chew really loud or are Australian. Because, uh, like, I don't know, to me, I just, Australians annoy the shit out of me because they sound like if a British person learned English at a Mississippi public school. Lock, lock, lock. It's like, okay? Even the British pronounce it right. Um, no, I, I haven't dated any Australians, but I did meet this one girl online. And I was like, how you doing? He goes, you know, the pandemic has been really terrible for me because I have cystic fibrosis. And I was like, wow, I thought you were going to say not bad. How about you? Uh, and also, I obviously have no idea what cystic fibrosis is, but like, how do I respond? I just say like, damn, that sucks. Or <laughs> is it really bad? And I have to be more empathetic and be like, damn, that sucks. I'm sorry. Uh, but I looked it up uh, so I could figure out something to respond. And I just go, you know, did you know? That with Dornay's for CF, you can get back to living your best life. Which includes not saying things like that to someone on Hinge. Uh, but it turns out that cystic fibrosis is a life expectancy of like 35. Uh, which explains why I match with her. Because I put in my preferences seeking short-term relationship. Alright, thank you guys. That's been my time. Damn, I dedicate places with the racist faces. Finally, the last comedian. Give it up for Paul Robertson. Or, or don't. Uh, okay. That's good, Jack. That's, that's good work. I uh, anybody in here own a car? There you go. That's good. Yeah. I uh, own a car. You? I'm always worried about it because San Francisco's a little rough on cars, parked cars. Uh, I just parked it coming in here, and uh, I must have had this look on my face because this guy came up and he said, I'll watch your car for $3 and a blowjob. Like, Jesus Christ, man, that's... Three dollars more than I paid you last week. Inflation, right? Yeah, I believe in a living wage, though. So I, you know, I, I tipped him. It's okay. The toothless John's on the job. That's all. My car's safe. Is I just wanted to share. Uh, I waste a lot of time. You guys, anybody here waste time scrolling? Yeah, it's all about uh, my low levels of impulse control. 
You know, the phone's always doing something and makes me interested. I actually think that I can uh, not be interested in my phone if I just turn it over. Has anybody ever tried that? That doesn't work. And I go to the next level. Have you ever done this stupid one? You put it across the room. Anybody tried that one? I feel so stupid as I walk over. I'm like, ah, uh, whatever. Because it whispers at you. It's like, tits anytime. Just come over here and look at boobs. And then, some people, I'm not alone. Some people actually put it in a little, you see these things? They sell them. It's like a little time vault. You can't get into it unless you break the thing. I have no impulse control. Which makes me very glad I wasn't born a pedophile. Like, oh, maybe if I try to turn the kid over, that'll curb my impulses. <laughs> what if I put the kid across the room? Nope, still scrumptious. Walking over there. Just uh, put the kid in a little vault. Now, ah, still illegal. Just saying. I had I was trying to write a little bit more on the pedophilia. You know, it's a good thing to think about all day at my job. Getting paid, I'm like, how can I make a pedophile joke? So that's good. Are you guys uh you guys do some comedy in the back row there? You came to support a friend? You did? What'd you talk about? Pet pedophilia? Dolphin rape? Wow. We're both gonna get fired. You came to hear him talk about dolphin rape? Did he tell you was that on the bill? I'm hey hey, ladies, uh we're friends, right? I got five minutes on dolphin rape. And then you two are like, yeah, we like him. Let's go. Let's go listen to the dolphin rape. It's legal. They have no laws in the wild, in the ocean. And you too? Well, they're going. I don't mind some dolphin rape myself. <laughs> I have the internet. Okay, I've been Paul Robertson. Have a good night. <laughs> And this is the for real end of the mic. Everybody get home safe. Thank you for sticking around. I love you all. Calling all crusties, punks, and poses. Pick your posteriors up off the pavement. Pack up your pins and patches and prepare to party. The Pacific Northwest Vest Fest returns this Saturday only at the SeaTac Expo Center. Whether you're a leather lover or just a denim demon, if you're looking to dress to impress for less, do not stress. You'll find all the best in pre-distressed fest right here at the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest. With over 40 vendors selling countless crossover styles, you'll find the perfect thing for your scene. Metal, thrash, Walmart, high-vis, and everything in between. All in one place. One day only. Unless it's a jacket. If you need a jacket, take your square ass somewhere else. Never pay for fabric you don't need and ditch the sleeves, but save the rest for the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest this Saturday only at SeaTac. Bring a can of PBR, get it half price.
Daddy, Daddy, what are we going to do today? At 2 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon? Oh, over there at the parklet in front of Atlas Cafe for Titans of Comedy. That, that's Titans of Comedy. Apparently, they've got great sandwiches, cafe drinks, and even some of my favorite beverages, like beer, wine, and sangria. All the things I drink to forget your mother. My new Uncle Blake says you smell like a brewery. What did I say about interrupting me? Anywho, right here on 20th and Alabama in the Deep Mission, paired with tasty comedy from Bay Area's favorite comics. For free! Every Saturday, or at least the two Saturdays a month that the court mandates have to see you. It's sunshine, and even in the drizzle, but not too much. Hey, Daddy, remember after soccer practice when it was raining and you didn't come? I really don't. Anywho. You take it with the freezers. Reservations on Eventbrite. Fucking public schools. In a tri-level dual world of stand-up comedy, laughter has value and the unexpected laugh is priceless. Who is that live.com? Comedy local shows on sale now. Everyone that purchases a ticket will automatically be entered into a true drawing. Who wants to focus on the genre of stand-up comedy and those that, who's that? Go to whoisthatlive.com for upcoming shows. Join us on a journey into the absurd. Radio
Right now, you've got the last laugh. I know I abused you.
interrupt this broadcast for a special news bulletin. Let all the young women crowd around before the news begins. You see, uh, Joda the Rider and Mr. Big Stuff finally ran out of gas. But I thought you girls would like to know that we saved the best for last.
Tamate kudasai means just a moment, please, in Japanese. Let's wave goodbye to one another. Chotomate kudasai. Please wait before you say goodbye. Please wait before you say goodbye. Chotomate kudasai. Chotomate kudasai. Please wait before you say goodbye. Please wait before you say goodbye. Chotamate kudasai.
bim, 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 bum. Bim, 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 bum. Bim, Keep the beat Now repeat 